Welcome everyone to Crypto Chat with Chapo. This is a podcast dedicated to all things crypto and NFTs. If you're looking for some insightful conversations with experts in the new developments in the crypto world and some general information on cryptocurrency, this is the podcast for you. I discuss all things crypto related through the lens of NFTs, crypto, and its leaders in the space. If you're interested in learning, we have you covered. It's unbiased information, a little more laid back than the typical crypto podcast. Join me and come chat with us anytime for insightful, irreverent, and all-around fun about the latest and greatest in crypto. What's good, everybody? Today is Friday, January 20th, 2023. This is episode number 170, Crypto Chat with Chapo. Thank you so much for joining me today. Wow, we have a green day as usual. In the last few, uh, several days, we've kind of encountered this where we have these big green candles. Not quite the God candles everybody talks about, but green candles nonetheless. We are up to 21,132 Bitcoin, which is up 2% in the last 24 hours. Ethereum still smoking along at 1562, up 3%. BNB up to 290, XRP 39 cents, Cardano hanging in there at 33 cents, Doge at eight, Polygon under a dollar, Solana at 21. So we seem to have bounced back from a red day or a red couple days. You know, we had this sense there for a few days that, you know, it was going to be up only again. And it felt like at least on crypto Twitter that people really sort of flipped a switch and I threw a tweet out there basically asking some of the OGs, you know, what the difference was. So while I had my first Bitcoin purchase and it wasn't a lot, unfortunately, you know, being married and with a family and, you know, just didn't have the, the funds to, you know, really toss into Bitcoin at the time. But when I bought Bitcoin, I think it was around $600. And I sadly, sad to say that I also bought XRP at that time and, you know, of course have emptied my bags of XRP and I don't really, I don't hold Bitcoin either. I'm more into other cryptocurrencies. That's not to say that Bitcoin is an amazing investment, not financial advice. It's just that, you know, when you look at returns, let's say for the average person, this is me just throwing out, you might have a thousand or two to throw into investing. Maybe it's a little bit more. Bitcoin starts to run like it's running now. There, The gains on a thousand dollars really isn't that much. It's, it's better than nothing, of course. But when you look at, you know, even holding something like Shiba Inu, you know, that's a 20% gain. Solana is a 30% gain just in the last seven days where Bitcoin on that same time frame is 12%. Now, everything seems to, to tend to follow Bitcoin, of course, but the way I play things, and this is just me, is I'm looking for something that might do a little bit better than a two-time. Now, it's a crapshoot. It is certainly a strong investment thesis in my own mind, not financial advice, to hold either Bitcoin or Ethereum. I think that either one of those are going to be continue to be huge. I don't really necessarily see that changing. I'm in for 
a little bit bigger gains for right now. And, and that, that may change as my portfolio increases, but I'm looking for things that have the, that have a little bit bigger upside with minimal risk. So there, there's certainly risk. We've talked about this before. Crypto can be like a casino. I think it's one of the better ways to look at it, you know, but it's probably, I'm not, I'm not real sure on this one. It's, it's, I don't know what the odds are. I don't know if, if it, the house has better odds than crypto. It crypto is a tough game for sure. You know, if, if you're just looking for a long-term investment, if, if I could go back in time, let's, let's make it about me. I don't want to make it about anybody else. This is just me thinking out loud and, and walking through this with you. If we go back for me, if I could transport myself, if I got in my old uh, DeLorean with uh, my dog, wouldn't be Einstein. Well, that wasn't even Marty's dog anyways, but if I got in there with my dog Duran and we, we uh, went back in time, the easy, easy play would have been just to continually buy Bitcoin and Ethereum. And if I had done that, you know, my life would be very, very different right now. I didn't do that. So now I have another chance to put myself in that same type of scenario where I can accumulate some strong tokens when the prices are right. And in five, six, 10, eight, whatever years from now, that that will hopefully grow into a nice little fund that I can, you know, take vacations with and, you know, help pay for my kids' college, those, those types of things. And that's, that's the goal to be able to make my kids' life better. It's, it's, it isn't really about me, although, you know, I would love to, you know, have that epic sized portfolio, which I firmly believe it is in my future it isn't it really isn't about me you can't take the money with you but i want to be able to provide for my kids i'll give you a good example so my son and if you listen to some of the other episodes i had my son who's a freshman has always had a passion for editing and filming and picture taking and 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 just using a camera that, all right, let me, let me circle back. This is a pro tip for any of you young parents. And this, this one is a hundred percent guaranteed. And I, yes, I will guarantee it that you will, you would thank me for, if you did it, you would thank me for five years from now, 10 years from now, when your kids are a little bit older, I, I guarantee it. What I did with my kids is when they were five, four, I mean, they, when they were young, very young, I gave them a camera and what, at the time I, I bought them, it was a digital camera, a digital video camera. And I would simply give it to them here, go play with this, go film some stuff. And they would go play. They would film each other. They would just doing silly things. Then I would take that footage and I simply just put it in the cloud, put it in the cloud, unload the SD card, put it in the cloud. So I have stacks and stacks and stacks of videos and pictures of my kids through the lens of a child. And man, is it incredible. 
um, I look back on some of those videos and one, I'm laughing hysterically, but there are a moment that's captured when parents aren't present and they are being kids. And we really don't get to see that a lot of the times. The reason why I bring that up is my son, I encouraged him to start a little digital media company. We did a couple edits for another podcast. Um, uh, the Crypto Remora, great guys running a podcast on Arbitrum. I really respect those guys. Great people. So I told my son, hey, let's try this. They need some video editing. Let's see if we can get you a little deal. So, you know, they hired him to do a little gig. He really enjoyed that. He seemed to be interested in it. And he started, the other thing is he started teaching himself a full, not Photoshop. Yes, Photoshop, but Premiere Pro and uh, the Adobe Suite, uh, you know, After Effects when he was in sixth grade. And while that isn't exactly savant-like, it's not what a lot of sixth graders are doing. So we fast forward to now and, and here, this was the whole point is, um, I sold some NFTs, got some cash and I bought him a very expensive camera that he could use to shoot sporting events, create hype videos and things have just taken off for him. He has people emailing him or reaching out to him on Instagram to, you know, do a video for them. And these are all paid gigs, you know, 15 year old kid. It, it, to me, it's incredible. So when I say that the crypto isn't really about me, I do, you know, of course, like anybody else would love to be able to quit my, my full-time job and just focus on crypto and NFTs and podcasting. The, the real goal here is my kids and then their kids. And that's what I'm building towards. So, man, I really just went off on a wonky tangent on that, but that's, that's really how I feel. I'm just being genuine and true to who I am. And that's why I'm here. I've also used the podcast for my own kids to, to say, to try to do something hard and difficult and challenging. That's, you know, a little bit out of my comfort zone and things are really starting to change for me in the podcast world, which I have just kept at it. You know, I've had some interviews yesterday. I did a great interview with uh, David from Sakai Labs, a fascinating new protocol. And the, the, the people are starting to come to me to get on the show, which is really, really amazing. And if I could have it my way, you know, I would love to be able to do this full time and be able to do, you know, all the research outside of this forum and you know because i'm limited on the on the time i can spend just like anybody else doing a side project what i think is amazing here is the communities and the people that i have connected with over the last several months so regardless of whether the green stays green in the next several days which it certainly can do that the value, the real value right now is connecting with others, getting in some alpha groups, joining a great NFT project that has a strong community like Ken Pai Pandas for sure. And the price on those are expensive now. You could have got in it when I talked about them. 
way, way, way back in, you know, September, they were $200 tops, 150. Now they're going for around 3000 or so. But the, the big thing is that community that comes from it. You have a group of people, like-minded individuals that want others to win and they're supportive. And that is a value that you don't really see anywhere else. So let me ask you, how many people in your life are truly behind you cheering for you to win? Maybe it's a lot. I don't know. Maybe it's your boss. Maybe it's, not. maybe it's your coworkers. Maybe it's not. I would hope it's your family, but even family at times can you know, have the negative self-talk. Hey, you're wasting your time doing this. You know, this isn't going to pan out for you. All that negative talk. In the alpha groups I'm in, it's all about encouraging each other. Hey, man, I saw that you released a pie. That's awesome. Keep it up. Or, hey, I have an idea for something for you to cover in your show. Or as in David from Sakai Labs, reach out to me. Hey, let's get together and talk. Um, I have a couple other people doing the same thing. And that's really why I got into this for fun, the fun part of it. I just enjoy connecting with other people. And it's really easy to do once, this is the caveat, once you learn what you need to learn. Crypto has a way of eliminating, excuse my language, at least the good groups that I'm a part of, eliminating the douchebags that just are idiot moon boys, don't contribute anything to the conversation. They're rooted out quickly. Now, if you are going to be one of those people, then you're not going to find success in the crypto space. You, maybe you get some lucky on some trades. Maybe. But you're not going to be able to find a good group of dudes or dudettes, whatever, women. I, I don't want to be sexist. I think that they can, women are equal to men 100%. You're not going to find those groups if you are one of those people that are negative, that are always fudding things, that aren't open to learning new things or changing your viewpoint. It's just not, it's not going to work for you. I could be wrong, but, you know, I think I've been in here long enough to know that that is an important aspect of crypto. And one of the takeaways here is, is just don't be a dick. I mean, it's not that hard when it comes to crypto. There's a difference between just having some fun with some memes and just being an outright peckerhead. So don't be a peckerhead. Sound advice as well. You take that with the camera. There's your two pro tips for the day. Give your kids a camera when they're little. And don't be a peckerhead. I mean, those are complicated things. Not complicated things. Yet, there is a good portion of crypto Twitter that cannot follow the second one. Maybe they could follow the first one. I don't really know. It's scary to think that some of them actually have children, but maybe others feel that way about me. Let's check. go ahead and check in. Sorry for that long ramble, but let's go ahead and check in on... I skipped a page here. I want to check out on Near Protocol. Everything's really doing well today. Uh, Polymesh, I don't even know what that is. Do you see that? That's the other thing when you when you study, when you're studying crypto, those, those coins sometimes will just pop up and you're like, what is this? 
and then you this sometimes that's when your your voyage start starts oh i i totally passed over i totally passed over a rose didn't i i skipped a page no wonder i skipped that page all right the uh, optimism at dollar 78 so let's go down let's find a gal has been doing pretty well up to four cents oh i mean another one i i i wasn't really very familiar with but it has really interested me as of late that i need to really investigate would be DeFi chain dfi and i came across that yesterday i've seen it before but i didn't really know anything about it and it's trading at 50 cents the total supply is just over a billion 648 million are circulating right now the all-time high on this coin is about $5.61. Low is $0.16. Cents. DeFi chain is an interesting one. DeFi, take a look at that. Maybe I'll do a deep dive in that on that token as well. Let's find out where Oasis is. Oasis is up 3.8% today, trading at $0.04. Cents, 0 0.045 approximately. Looking pretty strong. Moonbeam at 39 cents. Another protocol. Edge coin. Here's another one. I don't, that must be a, Edge coin must be a stable coin because that's, looks like it's right at a dollar. And any other ones that really interest me? Checking in on Rainy. I know Rainy took a little bit of a price hit as of recently, but that's good news for anybody that's trying to get into the project. Let's see. And I think maybe Rainy took a little bit of a whack down just simply because. You know, we took a downturn in the market. It's trading at 0.17. So it's up, relatively speaking, in the last seven days. Let's see what the seven day is. Across the seven day, it's up a little bit. It Starting on January 15th, it was at 0 0.011. So it, it peaked all the way up to... 0.23 and then has since retraced a little bit. The volume was pretty big. The selling volume isn't so big. So I think there's a people in and that around that two cents price range. But I think that's a, a good entry, honestly, if I was looking to buy more, which at this time I'm not. So uh, how long does the green last? Don't know. Today, at least, maybe. Um, the things that I'm worried about would be the debt ceiling and can a deal be made? I know we always, in, in politics, we seem to get to this point, you know, there's some FUD being spread and then eventually a deal is made. Well, this time may be different in that the Republican Party seems to be splintered a little bit. And when that happens you run the risk of deals not being made. And if a debt ceiling deal isn't made, it's going to be bad. And not just bad for crypto. It is going to be bad in epic fortunes. And I'm not an economist. I'm not a specialist. But go ahead. Your, your challenge for the day is... Find out what would happen if a deal isn't made on the debt ceiling. It's your challenge for the day.
This has been episode number 170 with Crypto Chat with Chaffo. Hope you have an amazing day. Hope you stay in the present moment, be in the here and now. Remember, give a camera to your kids. Don't be a peckerhead. Until tomorrow, this has been Chapo. Have a great day. The podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided from or through this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other device. You understand that you're using any and all of the information on this podcast or through this podcast at your own risk.